In a world right now where we are so inundated with impure images, impure music, it's very difficult to, to stay pure. I was molested by a relative. And then after that, around 14 years old, I was groomed and then raped by a guy who was influential in the church. You can abstain from the act of sex and deceive yourself in thinking, oh yes, I'm being pure, when really and truly your mind is going all over the place. I slept with two guys in one day and I felt no way about it. Wow. And it was because I needed to get that need met because of the void. Christians, especially, for them, purity or being pure means you're uncool. You're burning, but you don't really know how to release, okay? It means you're missing out on life. Right. Hey guys, welcome back to Candid with me, Lady T. It's been a while, but... I'm back, or should I say, we are back. Now, this is your podcast where we delve into topics such as family, relationships, love, sex, careers, situationships, and more. Pretty much topics that matter the most and ones that you never think were possible to talk about. Now, on this episode, we are talking celibacy and virginity, two most talked about topics and ones with some blurred lines and asking such questions such as you know uh, what does being pure or purity mean is it harder for a man or woman to be celibate after sex how do you remain celibate even if you haven't had sex or if you've had sex does that make sense sounds a little bit confusing right but don't worry we're going to make it all um straight very very soon but before i introduce the panel you spoke, I listened, and I delivered that you wanted some men on the podcast to give their own perspective on issues discussed. And I've gone and gotten a couple of them. Uh, first off, I'm going to start off uh, with uh, one of the candid girls. She's here today. So who's on the pod today? Hey, it's Nadia, a.k.a. The Mediator. I like you say Hi everyone. It's so good to be back. I like it when you say that, like, like mediator. Like, oh, yes, yes. So Nadia's with me on the podcast today, but we have got some guests today. Yes. So who is on the pod today? Hi, it's the Love Ambassador. I'm Ayo by name, Love by Nature. Oh, okay. Ayo. <laughs> it's the Ayo. All right. All right. And then we have Shirlene C.C. Wilson. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, Triple O in the building as well. Who are you? Um, uh, triple O in it. <laughs> what more do you need? No, no, big man. Thing. What more do you need? You want my, my government name? All right, cool. Government name: Oluwatobi Oluwambe Oyefeso. Is that sufficient? Okay, thank you very all much. Right, that's, that's all right. All that's all right. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, too funny, too funny. And of course, uh, that was Triple O. And we have um, another person, but he joins us via Skype. We've got Pastor G on the Skype. For how are you, sir? Hey, I'm very well. Thank you for having me, man. How are you guys doing? Oh, very, very well. Very, very well. Um, Pastor G, do you want to tell us a little bit about you? Oh, yes. My name is Pastor G. I'm the lead pastor of the Rock Church London. uh, And um, I'm just blessed to be here. And I'm also a co-author of uh, Colors of Love Relationship Manual alongside my wife. Yes, that is a book that you need. Oh, my gosh. That is... If anybody, if you are listening and you are single and you are married or you are engaged... You need to make sure you have that book in your life because it is going to help you for sure. So uh, we're going to give you details on how you can grab a copy of that. All right. So celibacy and virginity. Pastor G, what does being pure or purity mean? 
for me, it means so much because we have a lot of people right now who uh, walk around and say that they are pure, but their thoughts are not pure. Ooh. And um, and the, the key thing is that whatever you think is what you become. And in a world right now where we are so inundated with impure images, impure music, or it's very difficult to, to stay pure. Mm. So for me right now, um, staying pure is, is a difficult thing for, I think for a lot of young people right now, a lot of young Christians, but it is possible because the Bible say it is possible. Um, in the world right now, where everybody's trying to just shack up with everybody and try to do this, look, Psalm 119 verse nine says, how can a young person stay pure? Simple answer, by obeying your word. See, everything starts with obedience. Everything starts with obedience. And I think a lot of times we make excuses uh, mainly because we lack discipline and we lack the ability to be obedient. Is it easy? Heck no. <laughs> but is it possible? Heck yes. Okay. <laughs> it's just about discipline. Cool. Now, I'm um, going to go to Charlene because um, I know this is one of your topics that you are quite passionate about, yeah. the whole being <laughs> celibate, virginity thing. But before we, you know, delve into it, Tell us your story briefly. Yeah, so my story kind of starts out as being exposed to sexuality from as early as nine years old, where I was molested by a relative. And then after that, around 14 years old, I was groomed and then raped by a, a guy who was influential in the church. So in terms of my exposure, and, and, and I have to say at that point, I wasn't a virgin. Like I think I lost my, lost my virginity around 13. Um, and then there was the episode that happened with him. But after that, the way that the whole situation went down, you know, I was treated quite wrongly. And then I just went off the rails after that. You know, like looking in hindsight now, I'm like, okay, well, I chose to then expose myself so I'd wear short skirts and you know bits and bobs out of door and it was really about I need the attention so that I can have the sex because I need to fill this void so I became quite promiscuous at that time um, and I mean even to the point of you know I remember I, I remember it so clearly like I slept with two guys in one day and I felt no way about it wow like I had no there was no shame I just like well be, and, and it was because I needed to get that need met because of the void. And and this is where God came in. Like he showed me the reason why you're doing this is because you want love and you feel that you need to perform for love. So the minute like God began to deal with that in me and I realized like I don't actually have to do anything to gain the love of God like or love of anybody. I can just simply be the value for myself began to increase the way that I saw myself. Mm. So now I knew like, oh, I don't need to sleep with anybody to feel love or to feel valued. Wow. Oh my God, that's uh, quite deep, that's quite wild. deep. Now for you, after mm. all of this that you've um, been through, mm. you know, what does purity mean for you? Purity for me now, in, in terms of the contrast of my life, you know, like, or in, in terms of how I used to be, mm. to having like my my i'm not seeing a guy and thinking oh like wow i could smash that guy like yeah my mind isn't that it's just like no that's a king mm -hmm. and you will honor him do you see what i'm yeah. saying like like the the purity of my mind not seeing him as an object to fulfill a desire so now for me it's like i understand that my body has needs but i also understand i'm in control do you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so it's about purifying my mind my thought process and choosing not to see a man in that in a, in a lustful manner 
Wow. Okay, to the guys, because um, you guys have been quiet for a little bit. You've wow. heard what's been said. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, for you, we'll start with you, Triple O. Yeah. You're a guy. Mm. So, celibacy, virginity, what does being pure purity mean for you? I think Pastor G summarised it very, very well. It is about being pure in the mind, first and foremost, because you can abstain from the acts of sex and deceive yourself in thinking oh yes i'm being pure when really and truly your mind is going all over the place and i think that if you do not um uh, keep in keep in check the thoughts your thought process it doesn't matter how pure you're keeping yourself physically Mm -hmm. you're already defiling yourself in your mind and in your heart Mm -hmm. and this is the thing most people don't want to have sex because they're they don't want to catch an std they don't want to get pregnant whatever or just the fear of something going wrong Mm -hmm. And if that's going to be your starting point, then that's cool. Let that be your starting point because everyone needs a starting point. But you can't live in purity with that. Because if you try and live in purity on the basis of, I don't want to get pregnant, I don't want to get an STD, or I don't want to get exposed, eventually those motives are not going to be sufficient enough to carry mm-hmm. you through yeah. your, your, your desire to live in a pure manner. Mm-hmm. So it needs to then transition to a place where I want to stay pure because I love God. Yeah. I want to stay pure because I respect myself. I, st- I want to stay pure because I respect the individuals around me. So your motives have to change over a period of time mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that the those quote-unquote wrong motives if you want to call them mm-hmm. that are only going to carry you thus far and one thing that i've learned i'm not speaking from a place of getting it right all the time i'm not speaking from a place of perfection but literally and logically speaking you have to be honest in three fashions number one you've got to be honest with yourself you you cannot it's physically impossible to lie to yourself so just don't lie to yourself if you're feeling away you're feeling away number two you've got to be honest to god you cannot lie to god that again impossible and number three, be honest with the people around you. So have mm-hmm. have yourself like one or two individuals, same sex individuals who you can say, Yo, listen, this is how I'm feeling. Or even if you do slip up, okay, cool, this is what happened. If you're, you're honest to God, honest with yourself and honest with the people around you, the journey is a little bit easier. No, it's not easy, but it's just easier. So yeah. I think that's like my, my two cents. So for you, it's my two cents. Yeah. Okay, Ayo. Wow, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> Thank you for that, entrepreneur, amazing. <laughs> Okay, I think I'm going to come from a um, different angle this time. Very, very different oh, angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, whilst I 100% agree with everything that's been said so far, I also think that the, the, the struggles and the challenges that we face nowadays is real. It's real life and it's truth. Okay, so let's be honest about it. I think um, other people, Christians especially, um, for them, purity or being pure means you're on call, number one. It means that you're boring okay mm. number two it means that you're burning but you don't really know how to release okay it means you're missing out on life right okay I, i'm just gonna keep it real nah, you're missing it, out on nah, life. keep it real it means you're old-fashioned yeah it means you're old-fashioned and you're out of date basically mm. yeah. and also it also means that you're not relatable right. because there are people okay who are genuinely maybe um they believe in god but not necessarily live in the way of god yeah and then if you now you're this random person quote unquote and then you're coming to me and i'm struggling here and i'm living in sin and i'm trying to justify it and then you're coming to me telling me about purity and staying pure i'm thinking listen go away from me man i don't know i don't want to talk to you right now i can't relate to you because you're not really talking my language Mm. and i think i'll leave you there for now So I just, want, right. I just want to jump in off the back Go of that. I think I, I agree with what you're saying, brother. Um, and I think as well, it's very important when we're having a discussion like this, okay, who are we speaking to? Mm. 
because if I'm not saved, purity is the last thing that's on my mind. Mm. If I'm not, if I have no desire to to pursue Christ, I have no desire to stay pure. So don't come with me. So to to to, to come to speak to somebody who's not saved or is still very young in the faith mm-hmm. about purity, purity. Yes. It's like no, that's not that's not. I forget purity. Not even no, no, yeah, no. Forget purity. Let's focus on the foundation, namely being Christ and the mm. gospel and getting you saved. Mm. So that should be. So then you understand again. Coming back to the motive things, then you understand where the whole purity thing plays a profession. If you're talking to a born again believer who is saved who understands the truth or is who has a desire to pursue the truth then the the whole conversation about purity can be had in a more mature fashion and you don't need to we can be real but then it's like all right cool let's let's understand how to be pure so it's like okay cool who are we speaking to when we're asked because if you just throw out a blanket statement purity 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 Mm -hmm. like you know Killer Cam from South London. He's not going to be like. He doesn't care about purity. Like he's not. He's not checking for that. I kind of disagree. So, okay. Because in in the work that I've done, I found that there are more people. There are a, a high number of people who are not Christian who want to be pure, and they come to me and they ask, "Well, how how can I do this? You know, like how can I? Because they're realizing like." they've had enough sets to know like okay this isn't really doing anything other than meeting a physical need mm-hmm. so I've had people who are not saved who don't know and I mean they claim to be atheists and they're just like look I want to I want to be celibate oftentimes they say is your workshop only for Christians mm-hmm. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I think that there's a growing attitude in society that's saying like okay I want something more out of life mm-hmm. Nadia for you uh, what does being pure or purity mean to you actually adding to what Charlene was saying I think Purity can be achieved by Christians and non-Christians. They they yep. can want to yep. attain the same goal. But I think what differentiates a Christian is the fact that you're partnering with the Holy Spirit. And mm. when you choose, because purity is a choice, and when you choose to be pure and you choose the Holy Spirit to lead you in that purity, um, the fruit of the Spirit, which is self-control, or one of the fruits of the Spirit, which is self-control, I think it's what assists you and aids you to actually stay pure, even mm-hmm. when like you have the temptations and the struggles. Just because it's a choice doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but with self-control and with the Holy Spirit leading you, I think that that's, that is what helps you overcome the battle. Yeah. Um, I, I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you, I can't totally define what the meaning of purity is, because I think to, mm-hmm. to, to different people they will have different understanding and different meanings of it. But as long as you base it on Christ and you try and be spirit-led, then um, I think, you know, you're halfway there type of a thing. Pastor G, uh, what do you want yeah. to say about this? I, 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 I personally believe that, um, from, from my own experience in a way, um, that it's not only Christians indeed that want to be pure. There's some people that are just tired. Mm. Tired of, you know, using their body as an affirmation of love or affirmation of identity. And we, so I think we have to look at it from that holistic point of view as well. I think sometimes us in the church, we, we tend to um, say to people, suppress what you feel. Mm, tell them suppress again. Suppress what you feel. Suppress what you feel. <laughs> and, 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 and the thing is, I, I can suppress it for an hour and a half in a service. You know, but as one, as one of my brothers has said, you know what, well, we live most of our lives outside of the church and then the people will do things behind closed doors. And I think that we're, we're not providing enough avenues for people to be real mm. with their real struggles. Yeah. It's not easy to be celibate. It's not easy to be pure. Mm-hmm. That's why you see pastors falling. You yeah. see people that you've respected for years, they're falling. Now, for a lot of us, we've had different journeys. Like what Cece's mentioned, she was exposed to sexual activity from the age of nine years old. I'm, I'm also resolved someone was molested when I was young. 
all right? And I've shared the story with a lot of people g- growing up. And then mm. through my teenage years, I had a lot of addictions to things which are impure. Now, somebody who grew up in the church who didn't have the things that I w- who wasn't exposed to, what I was exposed to, what Cecil was exposed to, might not have the same struggles. You understand what I mean? Mm. So it takes a lot more effort. It takes a lot more grace. It takes a lot more discipline. Now, back to the, the guys who are out of church. Now, we, we got to be careful that we don't, over, I'm trying to be careful to become a pastor in this. Uh, like we don't over spiritualize this thing, right? So that people turn off to it, right? So they just make it. So it just sounds like you're preaching to them yeah. rather than mm-hmm. understanding the struggles. Mm. And I think that's that's one that's one disservice we do to people in the body of Christ. Yep. Mm-hmm. We tell mm-hmm. them what to do, but we don't tell them how, how to do it. Thank you. Right. So I said I said yes. earlier on that look. You know, in Psalm 119, it says, you know, how can a young man keep himself pure, pure by obeying the word of God? How do I obey the word of God? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to obey the word of God? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to walk in God? What does it But I think now they mentioned something so powerfully. is the Holy Spirit. Right. Is the Holy Spirit. I'm actually writing, I'm writing a sermon right now talking about the soul. And part of it is I'm writing about how some of us, we fall into sexual temptation because our soul is hurting. Mm-hmm. Our soul is crying out. Our soul is dysfunctional. Because whenever your soul is misaligned from the things of God or is, or is operating in dysfunction, we will start to do dysfunctional things, like uh, premarital sex, like all those kind of stuff. So we got we got to take care of the soul. And part of taking care of the soul is just resting. Part of taking care of the soul is just being real and authentic with yourself, mm-hmm. as Triple O's mentioned. Being real with yourself, being real with God, and finding real people around you that you can trust. My goodness. Yeah, yeah so That's true. You're can- people you're accountable to. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the problem about that accountability is this, that what can you be accountable to that's not going to judge you? Mm. That's the problem that a lot of people, people have yeah. with that. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, we want to be accountable, but I'm, I'm not so sure you're not going to judge me. If I'm a musician, if I'm a Christian musician and, and I tell you my struggles, I guarantee you, you ain't going to book me to come to your church and sing your church anymore. <laughs> 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 yeah. you told me to keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> true that, true that. Okay, wow, wow. I, I hear that. I hear that, Pastor. All right, uh, Nadia, you wanted to say something? Yeah, and I also feel that, like, I think it's also about identity and relationship mm-hmm. like i think the closer you become with christ like speaking as a christian um and you start actually knowing who your true identity is that like, like you're you know a beloved child of god i think purity can become like a default of that mm. it becomes you don't have to the struggle becomes easier you don't have to kind easier. of just say oh yeah i'm gonna basically do this in my own strength and try and be pure because that's when actually it go it ends up being the opposite thing so when you just actually concentrate on who you are who your identity is and not what the world says you are not trying to be not trying to keep up with the world standards you actually just realize you actually are being pure you don't have to actually struggle or struggle for it in my own experience anyway wow okay gosh go on i have a question all right can we equate abstinence with true purity if so pastor g says no abstinence is withholding that's what the word that's rude word means it means withholding something that you want to do but you withhold yourself you discipline yourself but purity as we alluded to earlier is to do it starts with your with your thinking Mm. it starts with your with your mindset it starts with where, where your mind is at and in a world right now where it's okay to keep up with the Kardashians because she, they became famous for being promiscuous and not being celibate, not withholding anything. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are, are filled with uh, images and mindsets and thoughts that are impure. But yes, they're abstaining. And some of them, they're not abstaining because of God. They're not abstaining because of the fear of God. They just don't want to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Just what I'm saying, they're not abstaining, you know, mm-hmm. because they, they love Jesus so much or 
they're trying to save themselves from, uh, from marriage, but it's the fact that they don't want to get pregnant, they don't want to get an STI, or they don't want to get called a name, or maybe just that it hurts, and they just don't want, they don't want to do it. So purity is actually doing something in terms of honoring God and not yeah. defiling yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And that was what, and that, I think that was that's, what, um, what I was yeah, Triple tri- uh, O alluded to earlier yeah. on as well about that, and also the motives and the heart. All right, mm-hmm. so here's a question uh, for you. Uh, we'll start with you, Ayo. Uh, is it harder for a man or woman to be celibate after sex? Good question. Um, I probably would say um, that's a neither here nor there question, simply because um, the struggles... No, 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 don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not dismissing the question at all. I'm just um, saying that for me as a man, I can't answer for a woman. Mm. Okay? okay. Yeah. What I can only say is answer for myself and for men out there. And all I can say is for men is hard. It's very, very hard. I'm not saying it's, it's, it's possible. Very, very possible. Um, but it's very, very hard. I'd like to hear what a woman thinks about it. Uh, yeah it's I, I can't speak for men mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like there's some crazy statistic that's saying that men think about sex every however many seconds or minutes a day or whatever <laughs> you know I would I would you know argue that women most probably think about that too at the same rate but I mean who measures this stuff anyway first of all who's <laughs> <laughs> in people's brains how do you measure it like, oh yeah I just thought just now oh yeah and now like how do you measure that but um I can talk for myself, yeah. you know, like it's definitely, it's not been easy. Like this year is like 10 years. It has not been easy wow. at all. 10 years celibate. Okay. That's a huge. <laughs> That's Brilliant. Tongue, tongue. Yeah. So like that for me, I mean, I mean coming from, from where I've come from mm. to like 10 years of intentionality. So I think it's hard for, it is hard for a woman from my experience to to remain celibate after sex because you know what it tastes like you know what that yeah. means about exposed you know Absolutely. It. and for you and, and Nadi do you find it it's a difficult thing for a woman as well after being in that position for you from your experience if, you, if that's the case um, I think it's hard for both men and women to be honest with you I can't say it's harder for one or the other I think it comes back to leaning from the earlier topic depends on your personal experience mm. like what you've been through maybe for some people who um, you know are still virgins then it might not be as hard maybe mm. but then again it just depends on that person's emotion so you I can't you can't there's no one rule fits all basically to okay. see what I mean it just comes down to personal experience also personality also mm. some people are more tempted you know easier than other people when it comes to like sexual things so yeah and different people have different thresholds I, think. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I, could I, I, be. Could be. Disclaimer. Okay. Disclaimer, could be. Could be. Okay. Okay. Could. So I'm. I'm gonna put myself out there right now. Okay. God, mum. I'm sorry about this. You know. Actually, I'm not sorry. Um. No. But so for someone who hasn't, like, it's. I. Okay. For you. I. When I talk to friends who have, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's a struggle. It's this. But you know, it's all about God and making sure that I keep myself and whatnot. I'm like. Okay, so if you're finding it hard, if you're asked about how someone, you know, who hasn't done it is it hard because, like, I, I mean, there, there was a day where I had to call my friend and I said, sis, um, can I just ask you a question? Like, 
why are all these feelings happening? What's going on? She was just like, um, well, yeah, it, it, it happens. And I want, even for someone who hasn't, she said, yeah, it can happen like that. And, you know, you get all these feelings, you're just getting all this thing. Fam, when I said I woke up in sweats, I had to call her. I was like, sis, um, so is this really, is this the kind of thing that goes on for someone who hasn't? She said, yeah. And also, apparently, when you are at a certain age and you haven't, it's like, it's, it's you are peaking. Peak times. Really? Peak times. Really? Peaking. Yeah, You're peak peaking. Times. So imagine that you haven't had that <clears throat> release at but all you see and you, you kind of have to find think, ways to you know but you know what T honestly I think this is like the hippie in me coming out now <laughs> I just think you should celebrate that really and truly because that's, it just shows you God created all those natural urges right. to be enjoyed within a marriage so I don't think it's something that should be alarming it should actually show you that things Ooh. are working properly <laughs> yes. Amen. Yes. Agree. Amen. Agree. amen amen just need him to hurry up and I think okay, as well tri- um, one thing I, I can't you know we said, we've already said oh one guy my brother said he can't speak for the women mm-hmm. and my sister said she can't speak for the men I think as men you can't even speak for other men and <laughs> as women you can't no seriously speaking for because alright so I have a friend yeah and he doesn't like football he's a guy and you think okay cool his interests are different I love chicken you know certain guys may not like chicken as much as I like chicken mm-hmm. so the point I'm trying to make is that even within the same sex like your your desire for certain things or the way you think about certain things or how you so, prioritize certain true. things will differ yeah. so mm-hmm. like I can as wisdom will say okay sp- you can make general there's nothing wrong with making assumptions because that's that's what assumptions are you know you can make generalizations here and there um, but in the general in, in sense, uh, sense of things that's why it's always good to dialogue because you'd be surprised because general consensus is men think about sex way more than women mm-hmm. so then women then think okay I'm, I'm not allowed to think about sex I'm not allowed to kind of express my um, my, you know what you've just shared because mm-hmm. some women like I'm, well, men, women don't go through this kind of thing, so it kind of then makes it difficult for con- certain conversations to be had, and then people are then pushed into a corner, and then people begin to suffer in silence because of the generalizations that we live on. Mm-hmm. So I think we kind of need to break away from any kind of stereotypes and just be able to have dialogue about these things, which are very, very real. Well, okay, all right. So, um, um, Shirley, yes. do you want to tell what is a purity plan? Um, so a purity plan is a plan that is put in place that answers questions before the question has been asked. So basically what that means is if you know, like, for example, for me, I know that when it gets to nighttime, mm-hmm. 10, 11 o'clock, best I just not be on the phone to a guy that I like. Because I know what's going to happen in it. Because no. you're relaxed in it, you know, you're just, mm-hmm. and your voice change. And then, you know, of course, of course, I'm British, especially if I'm speaking to America and it's just peak. So... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be real. So, so you know, so so there are there are certain things that for for me in my world in terms of how you know like historically how I've been mm-hmm. that I now mm-hmm. need to put a plan in place that that doesn't turn into what it would normally turn into. Mm-hmm. So, for example, yeah. understanding what your red flags are that's really really mm-hmm. good for your yeah, purity yeah, plan. So you know, okay. At, at this particular time, I was saying to some of the ladies outside that for, for most women, the week before their period, it's peak times. Yeah, like, I you think. are flames, yeah? <laughs> you think that you're flames, you're hot. And the reason why that happens is because all right, all right. your body... <laughs> because, no, the reason why it happens is because your body is now preparing for the sperm, isn't it? Because right. in the, the week when your period comes, the reason why the period is there is because no egg has been fertilised. Wow. So so what's happening is 
your body is now saying, hey, you need to have sex so that you can have sex at the time when you're most fertile so that that mm. sperm can fertilize the egg. So some of these things that like, we might not even think about, like, okay, the week before my period comes, I'm going to be on heat. So as a part of my purity plan, let me just not be around no men, innit? If you know that it's, it's you're, you're, you may feel like you want to get into some type of situation, mm. that's a part mm. of the purity plan because I know, like, I'm flames when that time comes. <laughs> so... Another thing for me, no, it's just, I'm just keeping it real. Another another thing as well, which is really important as a part of the purity plan is who is your accountability? I have at least five friends that can phone me at any given hour and ask me, so how are you doing? And I can't lie in it. So I don't like embarrassment. So better thing I do, just don't do it. So, (laughs) so the thing is the person who you find, um, to be accountable to has to be someone that you're afraid to let down. That's a part of your purity plan. Do you wow. see what I'm saying? Okay. Like, even like things like, like me knowing if guys say a certain thing to me, like I'm just like in my zone, innit? So, so if that's happening, I just need to say, hey, I just need you to not speak to me like this because, and I might not go in, depending on who the person is, I may not go into the why because you don't know if they're yeah. going to try and exploit that. So you have to well, be very well. aware of of yourself and then the other thing about the purity plan as well is identifying what your cycles are because you may find that at a particular time of year you're always feeling this particular kind of way that then turns out to unwrap up in a bed with somebody so that should be a part of your awareness like okay i know that when summer hits i'm on heat even more now so if that's the case what type of things do you need to put in place to help you remain pure there's so many dimensions to this it goes very 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 deep but that's the thing that has caused me to be on point the way how i've been on point and the other thing that i think is really important too is understanding your why like I tell people this and like what Triple O was saying, you know, understanding you like purity starts in the mind and like the reason why you do it and how you might start off. Yes, I started off with I love God, but it had to be more than that because even when I loved God, I was still smashing my boyfriend like mm-hmm. straight up and down. Mm-hmm. I was coming home from church and I was still on it. Wow. Do you see what I'm saying? So it had to be more than that. And it had to be like, you know, I value me. I'm a queen. He's a king and I will respect him and I will respect me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, all yeah. of that is a part. I mean, it's deep. The purity plan is deep, but it's it works. So in essence, as you're saying, it is um, it's hard for both men and women yep. yes. to be yeah. celibate, Definitely. and um, and also one thing I picked up on was from Triple O and from Io as well is the motives behind you being mm. pure, yeah. and you know, are you doing it just because you want to stay away from exactly. you know getting pregnant or STIs? It's all about you know, are you doing it because you know if you're for God, then you need to make sure that your heart is in the right place which mm. is very very important put a purity plan in place so that you know there are steps for you to not go down that route you know when your um your peak periods are do you do men have peak periods as well because you know we talk about women having their time what what have I men been what are your okay so i'll triple what are your um sort of like peak points where you feel okay. like oh okay uh, i need to kind of fall back a little bit. i let my brother go first <laughs> Thank you. Um, no pressure. I think one thing that um, my sister touched on, I think with most guys, well, actually, no, I can't even say most guys, but it's usually evening times. It's like there's just something about that time of the day where you just feel very relaxed. You're very, your mind is just at ease and it has the uh, ability to wander a lot more so when you are alone in the evening more relaxed and then you start to engage in like friendly conversations which get even friendlier and you're thinking to yourself oh but this is yeah and you start skirting online so i think 
practically speaking, the time of the day can yeah. make can make a difference. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the time of year because we don't really have the whole time of the month thing because that's not really a, a guy thing. Um, so it doesn't. Although, although I will say this though, if a guy, some guys, they can sense that a woman may be in that space, and that can initiate something in them. Yeah. So yeah. it's like if you're if you're interacting with a woman who is in that space, and you can kind of get a glimpse of oh, okay, she's kind of teetering on the if you say the right things and push me enough, you know, a, a few doors can open. The, the, that knowledge for a man is a seed has been planted and he's thinking okay cool well she's not going to push me away so I can entertain this I can water it and if we grow it together it kind of um, lessens the conviction because we've done this together as opposed to I've pushed you or I've tried to convince you or Ooh. kind of thing so so I think that then also yeah. can definitely play yeah. a part yeah wow yeah. okay so um, to, to add to that as well um, from experience as well I know that obviously after the winter period Okay, and then spring has kind of started. <laughs> really? The sun is coming out. And then so you're starting to see a lot of women yeah. who are wearing, you know, shorter, you know, battery riders and, and cleavages are coming out. Not to, not to just, not, yeah. not, not on behalf, not to kind of shut down women, not saying, mm. oh, you know, but I think it's, it's a conditioning on the yes. mind thing. Sorry. It's a okay. mental thing, absolutely. Most importantly, the vitamin C is, you can basically, and D, pardon me, is coming out, all right? And then you can see women. A lot of guys get excited during that time. Absolutely. That especially, especially, especially when they've been hibernating for the whole of winter. Okay. Nothing is happening during winter because ladies are all covered up. They're cold. They're covered up. But then summertime now, they're opening up a little bit more, and the eyes are shining now. They're thinking, "Wow, okay, okay. I think I think this year's about to get interesting." Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a, that's a peak time for men. Interesting. All right. Um, go that's in, yeah. Because no, I did notice, I I always see men more out in summer. Like they're just out. Like. I used to ask myself, like, Seriously? are women like flies? Because like, during the winter, <laughs> you never see them. Where are you? Never see where, them. where are they? What do you and mean all, that about men? All of a sudden, I'm like, wait, you live in this country? <laughs> I don't care. No, I, I don't... think that about men. In the summer, you just see all these guys come out. Like, yes, because they've got gym. They've got gym. They've been in the gym in the winter, so they can <laughs> right. join the summer. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Pastor, yeah. Um, Pastor G. Um, you've yes, got a book, um, this this book that you've got. Is there anything in the book that mentions anything about you know celibacy and virginity at all? Yeah, actually, we've got there's a um, there's a chapter called uh, "While You Wait." In essence, is you know things to do. Why you know why are you waiting for Mister Mrs. Right? Mm-hmm. But also in terms of how you wait in terms of your sexuality and your purity. And we just to, like, I guess in the book we just talk about the benefits of waiting, the the joy that you can have. In, in waiting now. Now, uh, for, for me, as I said before, you know, from a very young age, I've been exposed to a lot of sexuality. So, I, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say that I, I was not a virgin mm. um, before I got married. I was a born again virgin. Yeah. All right. I can go into that another, 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 another topic. Um, but the, I guess the key thing is putting things in place, like Cecilia said, to stop you from making those mistakes, from, yes. you know, stepping over the threshold. You know, if you, you have to know yourself and be truthful with yourself. Mm. You know, I know, you know, you know, you guys have spoken about, you know, season and summer and winter. I also believe that uh, a stress is also a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Stress. When people are highly stressed, yeah. Mm-hmm. When people are highly stressed. You can ask any psychologist. When people are highly stronger need to to have, in essence, your sexual needs met. Yeah. Because then you feel like you, you you're in control. I can't talk for ladies and that, but for men, no, it's true. That's what that's what that's, that's what happens quite a lot. Absolutely, when a man is stressed, if a man has lost his job, his man yeah. has been fired from work or whatever, mm. be careful of those moments, especially if they're single, because mm. they're gonna want something to make them feel like a man. Escape. 
Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna want something. There's no 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 greater thing that makes you feel like a man than to be with a woman. Definitely. Wow. Fantastic. All right, Cece. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And and one of the things um, to to have your like to be aware of is the trigger points. You know, like, mm-hmm. and I spoke about the cycles and stuff, but then there's also, you know, like, what are your triggers? Like, stress was a massive one for me. Like, stress, mm-hmm. being stressed out, it was just like, okay, I just need to just figure this out. So even now, to this day, even in the 10 years, like, I have to be mindful. Like, when I get stressed, I'm going to want to do this. Mm-hmm. And I understand mm-hmm. that. So there's something, there's um, one of the things that I teach on is sex transmutation, which you can find more information about in Think and Grow Rich, Chapter 11. And in that, Napoleon Hill speaks about how you can take the energy of sex so that so that sex energy that you feel like when you're on heat you can transmute that and change it into something else so the outcome becomes different so rather than laying down with somebody you might want to transmute that into going to the gym or doing something creative where you're able to yeah play basketball go salsa mine mine is salsa like oh, straight wow, up okay. and down when I'm see I'm exposing myself but when you see them on Instagram like you know what time it is and it I might sound like, like it's real it's real but but I I had to find things that that I could express that energy because I can't, yeah. I, I can't flop Wow, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so uh, very interesting points um, from both, um, you know, from the men and the women as well. So um, if you're listening, and I hope you've taken something away from it. And uh, we, like I said, uh, we're going to ask uh, Cece to give details on how you can get the Purity Plan and some of the books she's written as well. It will all be in the information box. So, Pastor G, uh, do you want to wrap yes. up for us and with a scripture as well? Yeah, I mean, I'll go back to the scripture that I started with at the beginning, which is Psalm 119, verse 9. It says, how can a young person stay pure by obeying your word? And I think that the more word we get into us, the more we become conformed to the image of Christ. Yeah. Um, the easier it becomes to honor his word, the, the easier it becomes to flee temptation. Because there are a lot of things we've spoken about today in terms of celibacy and abstinence. It's all to do with, you know, how do we end the temptation? Yeah. Because what um, what sex what you know sex outside of marriage where it offers to us is um, a a an, a, a uh, an immediate gratification it is a temptation to to fill a void. Mm. And when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, you know he, he had opportunity to also stumble to temptation to fill an immediate need. But he went back to his word. He went back to his um to his purpose. He went back to his identity. And I think that's what we have to do. We have to understand who we are the value that we are as men and women outside of sex. Sex is not everything. When we allow sex to be everything in our lives, it will control us. Now, at the same time, uh, please don't pray for deliverance for your sexual <laughs> urges. Uh, please. Uh, I used to. I used to. Because, uh, because when you get married, you're going to ask us to undeliver you again. So we must just learn to control it. Uh, to trust God, to mm-hmm. lean on God. And if you do fall, all right, this way, you know, uh, grace, as I tell the guys at our church, grace is never a license of sin, it's an invitation to live freely, mm-hmm. all right? If you do fall, tap into grace, mm-hmm. and then God himself will teach you, and he mm-hmm. will hold you in terms of how to walk pure and how to live pure. 
But yeah, yeah that's my thank you. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you so much for that, Pastor G. And I want to say a big thank you uh, to the panel today. Uh, shout out to the lovely Nadia Candatine Squad, who mm-hmm. is the mediator. Thank you to uh, Triple O as well. Thank you to uh, Sherlene as well. Like I said, we're going to give details on how you can get her book in the comments section. And of course, to Mr. Ayo as well. If you're listening and you want to get in touch, please do. Uh, you can send an email to candidonline at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook and on Twitter with any questions. We'll link you up if you need any help or any discussion points. Until next time, stay candid, aka still real. God bless. Thank you.